0: Welcome to BusinessWise. I'm Artie Marin, and I'm going to be presenting Tools of Management. BusinessWise is a show dedicated to providing you with tools, effective tools, to better manage your business and your life. These tools were developed by philosopher and educator L. Ron Hubbard. Tonight's show is a very special one in that we are going to be dealing with the essence of management, something called management by importance, Stay tuned. are tools of management. This is a fact that needs to be understood and utilized by all managers. L. Ron Hubbard said, it is not man's dreams that fail him. It is the lack of know-how required to bring those dreams into reality. Tonight's seminar is all about a set of very key tools to bring that about. In fact, Hubbard developed A scale of importances on the subject of management. Obviously, to be uh, adept at managing anything, whether it's your business or your life, one has certain tools and the ability to use those tools is what I want to address. First, I'd like to discuss with you what those tools are. At the essence of management, one has to have a product, obviously. What is valuable? What is that item or service that you are providing, that you're putting into the hands of the consumer for which they're giving you what you want. So all business, no matter what it is, whether it's creating an item, something tangible, or more intangible, like a service, has at its base the quality of that product. But taking a really good look at the quality of that product, because the quality of the product and the, and the amount of delivery you make of it determines your exchange, another very important fundamental within the Hubbard management system. So we have at the bottom of this scale, and it is a scale, a scale of importance, at the bottom less important than as we move at the top. It might be a good point to share with you what is at the top because at the top of any management activity would be its end result, the goal or goals that a company or an individual has. Below that is the purpose. And by purpose, we mean the route chosen to reach your goal. Some people wish, uh, uh, have a goal for uh, a healthy population. Their purpose, then, would have something to do with proper uh, uh, chiropractic, holistic, or medical care to bring about uh, a healthy population. Below the level of purpose is policy, the rules of the game, the truths about your business, how things run when they run successfully. So we have goals. The goals are supported by purposes. The purposes are supported by policy. And below that are plans. The plans implement the policies that support the purposes that lead to the goals. And of course, in order to get plans done, we have a breaking down on smaller parts which harvard referred to as programs projects or orders orders get projects done projects get programs done and of course programs complete plans below the level of orders we have something called an ideal scene or ideal scenes this might not sound like a management tool yes it is because an ideal scene is a requirement by a manager to be able to determine what an area should look like if it was operating well. If you can't envision what it should look like, then it's impossible to correct anything because the existing scene is working towards the ideal scene, if you see what I mean. It's an ability to be able to look at an area of the business, understand what it should be doing ideally, and then recognize areas in it that are not ideal and do something about it. One determines what to do about what based upon stats, which is right below ideal scenes. Statistical management, the measurement of each area of the activity or business. And again, we're back to where we started, which is products. In other words, on this scale, if I might review it again, at the bottom we have products, valuable, final products as hubbard refers to them the end result of what you're delivering into the environment must be valuable and it must be final we measure that those products and we measure how much we're delivering by statistics statistics measure how much valuable final product is going into the environment And as we produce better and better statistics and as they rise, things are becoming more ideal. The difference between the ideal and the existing is caught up or achieved through those next levels I just mentioned. Plans, programs, projects, and orders. It's planning. It's the utilization of resources the bright ideas and the strategies that allow a person to go from where they are, the existing scene, to an ideal scene. And all of that is monitored by policy. All of that is monitored by how things work when they work well, what has worked in the past that'll work tomorrow. That becomes policy. And policy has another function, which is to support purpose. Policy allows the purpose to be achieved, which then brings about the final end result, which is the goal. At the bottom of the scale is what Hubbard refers to again as the valuable final products. What is it that you're producing, an item, something tangible, or a service that others find so valuable they're willing to give you what you want? On a scale of one to 10, measure 10 being the highest. Your company, your activity, your product or service against that criteria, are you delivering a product that is valuable and final? Because that is gonna determine your exchange to a very large extent. That is gonna determine what you get back from your output. Up from that are statistics. The measurement of how much valuable final product you are putting out into the environment? Are you tracking the numbers? Do you watch them carefully? Do you evaluate them on a regular basis? Tonight we're going to be concentrating on these two factors, production and exchange, production, the valuable final products that you produce, and how you measure your statistics. And again, let me reiterate that while there are other levels to this scale, and we will be covering them in other shows. The fact is that the foundation of the scale lies in your ability to create a product that others find so valuable they're, giving, they're willing to give you what they want and your ability to manage that production through statistical management. Let's begin with this concept of valuable final product because a product can be named precisely. Now, that's pretty easy if one is producing uh, a writing implement. You say, well, we produce uh, pencils. But that's not quite complete, is it? In the Hubbard management system, it's important that every single employee, from the executive, the CEO, down to the, the person who sweeps the floor at night, must have a concept, an idea, a very specific view of exactly what it is they're producing. Now that would make sense. While we say that I produce a pencil, in fact, a more specific way of looking at it is I produce a a graphite item that when one writes, uh, you can see the writing. It's, It's a lot more specific. Let's take another example. What is the product, for instance, of a nurse. Well, you can say, well, the product of a nurse is a, a happy patient. No. Nurses don't produce happy patients. Um, the nurse's functions or the nurse's products, so to speak, which is not a function. In other words, a product is the result of a function. So while the nurse may try to keep a patient comfortable, the fact is that her product is a comfortable patient. Let me take it a little further because the utilization of this tool of management and valuable final products and the naming of them is indeed a tool. This tool is incredibly valuable when used to its fullest. Let's take an example. We have a company that um, is a publishing company. They publish books, they ship books to people who've bought them. And let's assume that your shipping department, we're getting a lot of complaints about the shipping. So what do we do? We apply this tool. We go to the shipping department and we say, shipping manager, shipping, the head of the department, what is the product of your department? And the shipping manager thinks about it and he says, well, the end result, the end result of all my doing, because a product is the result of doing, not the doing itself. He says, the end result of all my doing is shipped books. That's the product I produce, shipped books. Of course, he doesn't produce the books themselves. That's a company result. But he says, I produce shipped books. Now, with that, one then immediately knows why there's a problem. Because shipped books is certainly not valuable enough, and it's probably and surely not final. What do we mean? Well, how about shipped books to the right address? How about timely shipped books with the right invoice? How about timely shipped books to the right address with the right books in the package? How about securely packaged? How about securely packaged and aesthetically looking packaging? Do You see, there is more to it in terms of defining or, or as Hubbard puts it, naming the product. Precisely. So now the shipping clerk or the shipping manager has a much broader view. He's saying, well, wait a minute. In other words, what I produce on a regular, constant basis are timely shipped books to the correct address, aesthetically packaged and secure, that arrive at their destination with the right order. That's what I'm paid for. Nothing less. Wow. Okay. Well, in order to do that, I'm going to need, see, I've not been doing that. We just kind of package them up any old way, and we don't really check the invoice. And, so I'm going to need a table to lay out all the supply tools. I'm going to need this, and I'm going to need that. And suddenly, we have the secret of organization. See, when I began speaking about the fact that every company has a product, and that product can be named. Many of those who are watching now are thinking, all right, well, of course, we have a product. You know, that's, uh, everybody knows that. But I want you to think a little deeper. The fact is that every individual in that company should be able to recite and tell you immediately what it is they produce, whether that's a service or an end result. Everybody on the conveyor belt line the person who's putting the the erasers on the pencil is going to give you their product erasers that are well put on the pencil that fit i mean i'm just making it up but you get the idea every single person has to understand at its most absolute basic and be able to name what they produce now getting back to the secret the ability to name a product and name it specifically, the ability, and I keep using that word, to be able to name a product specifically and work backwards from that product is in fact what organization is all about. In other words, one if, if you don't know a very specific end result, if that hasn't been worked out, how can you possibly organize anything? This is what we complain about perhaps to our own government, that it seems like there's just a lot of organization but no real end result. We also call it bureaucracy. Hubbard's realization and discovery that good organization was all about working backwards from the product is in use now around the world. First, determine the end result we have just worked with the shipping clerk. We have worked with the shipping manager and determined the end result is securely packaged aesthetic looking uh, uh, books that are shipped on a timely basis, etc., etc. And now we can work backwards one point after another, work backwards towards getting exactly what needs to be done. If we are to achieve that, then we have to do this. If we're going to achieve this, we have to do that. In order to do that, we have to do that. And now we have a production checklist. So let's review where we've gone so far. Management is a science. There are fundamentals to management. The fact is that if you know the rules and apply the rules and you understand them, things are easier. And that management begins with a good look at exactly what it is you're producing and again I remind you that this includes if you're producing a service Uh, a person who has a, a home cleaning business has a product the product is something to the effect of a home that's been cleaned to the satisfaction of the owner with all nooks and crannies gotten at a viable fee or price So it has to be looked at and every individual involved in your business and yourself needs to understand what it is you're producing and be able to name it. While you might be able to name the company product or service, does the receptionist know that they have a product that has something to do with a friendly, greeted, welcomed person who feels welcomed and recognized? That they have a product that has something to do with an an individual who's been correctly routed or sent? to the next step of whatever their service or activity may be. So the clear naming of the product is vital. And once that is in place, which by the way, the first training of anybody on any position in the company would have to be a clear delineation of exactly what their product is. In the Hubbard management system, that is referred to as product clearing making sure there's a clarity of exactly what that person is producing and the sub products that are necessary to bring about that product. So this production factor is so vital again because it is what you produce that determines what you get back in return. Hubbard has four conditions for this or what we refer to as the conditions of exchange. Four conditions of exchange. The first, ripoff, which is hardly exchange at all. You had it, now I got it. There's no production and exchange. Criminals do that. Criminals have ripoff as their only product because they cannot confront the time, the energy it takes to produce a product, get it into the hands of the consumer, and get an exchange for a valuable. But exchange is such a basic fundamental law that you can't get away with it. Eventually, that criminal is busted, goes to jail, and pays back all the time he borrowed. In other words, it takes time and confront, so now they're going to pay back all that time and confront with interest. You don't escape it. Exchange is a very deep fundamental. So we have condition one exchange, very, very poor exchange, ripoff. Fraud. Condition two, exchange. Incomplete exchange, perverted exchange. I ordered ten blue pencils to arrive on Friday. A week after Friday or longer, I get a note saying, Here's three orange pencils. The rest of your order will be coming next week. Short ordering, not full delivery, incomplete exchange. That's condition two. Also a road to disaster. And many people, to try and handle and solve condition two, drop to condition one. So what's condition three? Condition three is fair exchange, as Hubbard calls it. I ordered 10 blue pencils to arrive on Friday. On Friday, I got 10 blue pencils. Hey, terrific. Just give the public what they want, and everything will be fine. We find out that's not the case. You find out that when you're practicing only condition three, you're treading water. You're trying to stay above, trying to survive. Why? Because as Hubbard puts it, condition four is the answer. It's exchange in abundance. It's delivering more than is expected. Now that doesn't mean if I order 10 blue pencils, you send me 20. It means 10 blue pencils that come early with a little personal note thanking me, maybe a little set of erasers. Always try to deliver more than is expected. That's a deep Hubbard management concept. And it is the key to referrals. The way word of mouth occurs is because someone, your customer, your consumer, your client, your patient, got more than they expected. And by having gotten more than they expected, they will tell someone else not luck. It's not some of you were born with uh, an administrative birth defect that you think perhaps somehow you have an administrative dysfunction. No, you haven't studied the subject or you haven't studied the real tried and successful rules and laws. And I certainly invite you to do so at any Harvard College of administration because at the Hubbard College of Administration one learns the laws and the tools. Again let me reiterate that one begins with a product or a service creates that product or service in the most successful manner that suits that consumer and this means surveys means constantly surveying the public to ensure that they're getting the kind of quality service or product that they should have. That means organizing everything to bring about that end result that is high quality and high service. And then at the same time, measuring that through regular consulting of statistics. The inflow statistics and the outflow statistics. How much promotion have I done? What has it brought in? What kind of income have I produced against How much have I produced in service? These are fundamentals and it's not any mistake I don't think that the first three letters of fundamentals are what they are. If management has been a stress, if you feel that you'd like to become an entrepreneur but don't know how to start or don't think you have the tools then please do contact us. We have free booklets to provide you, in fact, that are tools of the workplace, that'll give you background and data and ways to get started. We welcome hearing from you. And thank you very much for your attention. And good night.